Original 16 gives you the chance to win one of three Calgary Flames fan experiences. Details in the new limited edition 15 packs of Canadian Pale Ale Original 16. Official beer sponsor of the Calgary Flames. Must be of legal drinking age, no purchase necessary. Everyone and welcome inside Flames Post Game Live. It's brought to you by Original 16, celebrating things done well. Calgary Flames victorious here tonight as uh, they play their first game of 2023. 4-1 winners over the New York Islanders, powered by a uh, three-goal first period. As uh, we welcome you inside, Brendan Parker alongside Corey Sarch here tonight. And uh, maybe first, let's just get your thoughts on this hockey game. And, um, you know, not a lot happened in terms of offense after that first period, but uh, but it was a heck of a start for this Calgary Flames hockey team tonight. Yeah, they did what they needed to do early. They needed to get on a team that, you know, is coming off a loss, traveling down from Edmonton. And anytime you can get that, that's an advantage here in Calgary. And the Islanders are really sleepy to start this game. And Calgary capitalized on their chances. And nice to see, nice to see them get a little breathing room for a change with all this chatter of one goal games around here. No question. And that has been the conversation dominating things here over the last couple of days. So, I mean, what does that do? What does that do for a group when you can stockpile a couple in the first period and really build on your momentum? And, you know, you get the first one, but but not, not just that, and, and add a couple to it. It just it gives you a little bit of breathing room and just helps you to play a little looser. Um, you don't have to be so uptight. Um, you don't really let your guard down. Not a lot in your game changes, but there's maybe just a little bit of ease there mentally. Mm -hmm. You're not you're not up against it. Not every play has to be perfect. It just gives you, yeah, I use the word, or I use the phrase breathing room, but it's just hockey players are probably better when they're more confident, when they're more relaxed. And when you've got a lead, it's a lot easier to do that. I guess yeah. that's probably every athlete in general. No question about it. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we'll hear some post-game thoughts here coming up in just a moment. Uh, in fact, while we're waiting for Jacob Markstrom, I think he's going to join us on the desk. Let's run through uh, the highlights of tonight's hockey game and show you just how it all unfolded here tonight. And uh, it does go all the way back to the first period and a goal that scored in the opening five minutes of the game. And Milan Lucic, you know, this line was really effective tonight. I know we'll get into that as this post-game show rolls along. But uh, Lucic opens the scoring with his third of the year on a nice little setup. Yeah, great shot from here. Found the top corner. Varlamov, you know, he's just getting back from injury. His first game here in a long while. And Flames did a good job of putting some pucks on the net. And that one was that one was labeled. Great shot by Milan. Yeah, was it ever. And uh, three on the year for Lucic. Off and running just a couple of minutes later. It's this line that's been so effective for this group since being put back together just prior to Christmas. And uh, they finally get a little break to go their way. Obviously the hard work, but it's Blake Coleman scoring in back-to-back -back home games his seventh of the season. Yeah, and his his drive here to the net, he sticks with it. Management does a nice job of sneaking that puck through there and finding him. And we saw even right through to the end of the third period when the game was out of reach for the Islanders, Blake Coleman driving the net, doing his thing. and. He's starting to get a little bit of offense coming his way as well, so it's nice to see. Yeah, no question, is it ever? And uh, that makes it 2 nothing at that point. This is still in the first period, and Nikita Zadorov, he uh, scores in Winnipeg and then comes back home and does it again with a point shot that uh, finds the top bunk. Again, a lot of chatter tonight around the arena about the Islanders having the yeah. top scoring set of defensemen in the league, and I, I can completely thought that the uh, Calgary Flames outplayed them for the most part tonight. They outperformed them. They were they're, the decor of the Flames were crisper leaving their own end and Zadorov cashes in. This was the only marker against and uh, it did come late in that first period. Obviously makes things interesting entering you know the final two periods and it was uh, 
Parise stepping outside, then finds the top shelf, his 12th goal of the season. So it was 3-1 after one, no scoring in the second period. And then uh, this was the insurance marker that the Calgary Flames we're looking for, and they get it in the form of uh, their all-star nomination in Nazim Kadri. Maybe a little help from a deflection, but uh, scores his 15th of the season either way. Don't think it hurt to have the big body passing through the window of the goaltender there as well. Providing a little screen, little seeing eye shot by Kadri, and they definitely needed that. Just puts the game out of reach and uh, seals it off. Haven't had too many of those games around the Saddle Dome this year where it's... Uh, Start to finish, control yeah. the lead, no lead changes, no high drama. It was uh, nice for a change. Well, and I'd imagine you know, when you're listening to Nikita Zadorov talking that second period, you obviously get a couple of big saves from Jacob Markstrom in the second, but in the third, it was pretty pretty quiet, pretty quiet in terms of what you gave up, and, and you got to like that as a, as a group when you can, as you say, you get some insurance for sure, but the fact that maybe you, you didn't have any nervous moments, there wasn't a lot you know, given up in the defensive zone either. And... Kudos to the Calgary Flames. They went out and they just played their game and they played at both ends of the rink and they didn't just sit back and let the Islanders gather some momentum and come at them. They didn't try to protect protect a lead, sit on a lead, go into the defensive shell. They actually went yeah. after it and just played their hockey game and that's what you have to do. Yeah, well said. And uh, we'll hear from uh, head coach. I think we'll, maybe let's uh, join head coach Daryl Sutter. I think he's at the podium now. We'll listen in on what uh, the head coach thought before we uh, hear from a couple of members of the Calgary Flames inside the uh, Flames locker room. Let's uh, hear from the head coach now. Here's Daryl Sutter. Great minds, hey? Hey? Great minds. Yeah, great minds. <laughs> you two. Two, uh, two for three. <laughs> Go ahead, guys. What did you make of this one? Well, you know what? We scored big goals. That was the difference, right? Luke scores the first goal is a big goal. Blake scores co up two and... And then Z on the long one, and then the goal in the fourth, in the third period is a big one too. Now it's and they're all, you know, they're all the same shots. Talk about those saves from Jacob Markstrom. Yeah, Mark, he was good, but you, hey, that's that's the goalie's jobs during the year. You know, they're not. It's not all easy. I mean, it wasn't. What was the shots end up? Probably about twenty each. So I'm going to bet both goalies think they should. You want to be a nine, ten to nine twenty save percentage. When you played the Islanders two months ago, entering the third period, you guys were up 3-1. Unfortunately, it ended in a loss. What did you think of your team's response entering the difference third period? In that, our response was good. The difference in that game was the two goals they scored to tie it up in the third were a goal. We had the puck uh, below their hash marks both times on four checks. So the way they play, and, and you see it tonight in the first period, they don't give you much. And if you just throw pucks in around the net and all that, then they, they go in a hurry. And we were better at that tonight. Carol, not just tonight, but kind of up late. What do you see him playing Holman's game? I think it's you know he's back to his to the foundation of his game. There's a little more dirt, a little more grit, and a little more stronger on pucks. What did you make of your special teams units tonight? Well, we only had to kill one penalty, and our power play was what's a good word irrelevant. Considering only giving up uh, one penalty. Yeah, that's a step in the right direction for our, you know, we've talked lots about it, about the way the league is. It's, it's you got to be three or less. If you look at it, it's three penalties or less. And, and if you're any more than that, then you're in trouble, right? That puts too many good players on the ice too much. Carol, you're coming up on the halfway mark, regular so. season, yeah. Can you um, maybe just even 
give us an assessment over the first half of what you've seen that you've liked and where you want improvement in the second half? Yeah, I think that, you know, obviously we'd like to have three or four more points. I think those are those extra points in overtime. I think we have seven, uh, seven one points. So that's three or four more. And I've said it all along, that's our team. Can, we have to continue to work at being a very good defensive team. I mean, you got to get on the first page of the leaderboard if you want to. If you want to be a playoff team, very, very simple. And I think coming in tonight, we were like 14. You got to move up, and you got to do it by conference, not by league, then, right? So, uh, in terms of the goal scoring, we got to work hard to score. It's not. It's not as easy as it was a year ago to score goals because the guys that there's 240 goal scorers not here. So you got to work a lot harder to score. You got to manufacture goals and rebound goals, things like that. So. It's a lot harder game for us, but uh, you know what? That's that's part of that's that's what the collective bargaining for agency and all that does, right? All right. Thank you very much. All right, there's some uh, thoughts from head coach uh, Daryl Sutter here post game four one, and uh, talked a little bit about Jacob Markstrom. Obviously, the huge saves in the. Uh, in the second period, stops on the breakaway, and uh, and obviously some big goals, two timely ones, as he described. And maybe let's just start with a guy like Kadri, uh, obviously an all-star nomination, and um, you know a guy that obviously is a huge part of this team. We know how important center depth is, but uh, you know what do you make of his contributions? Now halfway through his first season in Calgary, but you know 15 goals now and uh, up to 30 points, and a guy that you know is obviously an important part of this team. Yeah, besides that little lull that he had, he came out like gangbusters at the start of the year and I thought he was probably the Flames best player for the first few weeks of the season and you know what maybe a little nomination yeah. puts a little pep in your step because I thought he was one of the most effective players out there tonight he was in every involved in every period lots of shots lots of chances he made some great plays on some of his back checks uh, during the second period to break up some plays so um, he's a vital vital piece of this team and the more confidence that these guys get himself, Huberto, you keep you get Lindholm going, clicking on all cylinders. That's that's what it's going to take for this team to have some success this season. So it's good to see the more more pieces of the puzzle that fit. That's great. Well, it, it obviously spoke to uh, Nikita Zadorov both. Uh, I think it was yesterday and uh, and in the intermission. And you know they talk so much about trying to you know, drive offense from the blue line, just maybe the way that this system is set up. And we were just kind of discussing uh, in terms of guys that you've played with, but the target is 40 generally, I think 35 to 40 they set um, for a blue line. They're at 21 right now in terms of goals from the blue line. But what can that do for a group when you get some contributions from the back end and, and help provide some of that offense when sometimes it's been hard to find? It's just on any team that's going to have success, you got to have scoring that comes from everywhere. you got to have your fourth line pitching and you got to have your third line. And then defense are so important. And there's no reason that this group here on the back end, you've got Zadorov, you've got Noah Hannafin, you've got obviously Rasmus Anderson. Yeah. Um, and when Mackenzie Wieger starts to click, those are guys that can definitely put the puck in it. And I think probably the biggest surprise would be Zadorov, but he's matured a lot this year. He's been working hard in his game. He's earned more responsibility. He's earned more time out there. He's getting some power play time. So good to see, but yeah, the defense have to contribute. Yep. You can only have one or two guys on your team that, as a defenseman, that are just your kind of lockdown, shutdown guys. In this day and age, things have changed so much from when I played. You you have to get the contributions from the back. It's if you don't, I just think you're behind. You're falling behind all the other teams in the league. The puck movers, guys who are getting the puck up, and uh, we were just talking. I mean, you kind of point out Dan Boyle is one of those guys that. Um, 
maybe one of the top offensive guys you played with. Any anyone else stand out in terms of guys that you played with that uh, that filled that role? Well, Daryl Sador, I when I played with him in Tampa was not in the prime of his career, but you look at him with the Dallas Stars and what he did. Of course, yeah. um, he had one and of the Sergei hardest. Zubov. He had yeah, they were a pretty good. Pairing. Pretty good duo. He had yeah. one of the hardest shots to block. Daryl Sador, I just remember it vividly. I'm. I thought I was going to block a shot every time this dribbling wrister from the point, and that thing would squeak by every time. And those are the signs of good players, the guys that can get their shots through. Um, maybe not guys I played with, but like sneaky, under-valued under, um, guys like yeah. Thomas Caberlet. Right. Yeah. So hard. And those guys just keep the offense rolling. Yeah. Well, uh, let's, let's pause the conversation there and bring in uh, Jacob Markstrom if you can. How are you doing, Jacob? Good, good. Good, good. Well, thank you. Welcome in live. We'll bring you on and uh, bring you in. Um, congrats on the win. And uh, maybe just first, we were just talking about how much uh, you know we've been discussing one goal games. So I would imagine you know nice to get some uh, early offense like that. What did you make of just the way that this game unfolded here tonight? Yeah, good. Obviously, you know they played last night, and we wanted to get off to a good start. And uh, you know we did that and got two two goals early. And you know it, it for sure helps. And I thought we played played really good the rest of the way and and yeah. control the game. Anything stand out in terms of, you know, obviously the two breakaway saves in the second, but you know, what did you make of the group in front of you? And in particular, maybe the third period. It just didn't seem like you allowed a lot there either. No, I thought we played a you know, responsible game and you know, we, we got pucks deep and we did, you know, it's a lot, a lot of cliches, but you know, yeah. th those works, those works. So the good things. Uh, yeah, for sure. And, and I thought it was, uh, it's big for our group. Obviously nice to get a, get the fourth one to, to kill the game there. And, uh, uh, and then you know we controlled it and uh, and got away with uh, with a big win. We were just talking about uh, guys who a little bit off topic, but guys who are pretty good at getting shots through like that. We saw you know Nikita score his goal here tonight. Uh, you you mentioned uh, Sidor uh, get good at getting pucks through. Is there anybody that stands out? Uh, maybe guys you've played with or anybody in the past that you know good at getting shots through the point like that and make it difficult on goaltenders? Yeah, everyone we have on our team here. Yeah, it's really <laughs> good. Yeah, that's it. I got, a, I got a question for you, um, just maybe from a fan's perspective of the game, and I'm always curious as an ex-defenseman, who's the best communicator out there with you in, in, in your decor, and who are, who's the defenseman that's the easiest to exchange pucks with? Yeah, I'm not putting you on the spot, but I just... Yeah, you kind of are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you know, if you look at tonight, I thought we did a great job, and, uh, you know, for me, too, uh, when you go out, it's, you know, I kind of have my mind up before anyone said anything but I thought you know tonight communication and it's been all year but you know Hannafin is really good he's you know always always there for you and you know Tanny's one of those guys too if I don't know anything and I know Tanny's on the ice I just kind of throw it over there to his side and he'll he'll deal with my problems but uh, you know we're uh, we're we're pretty good at, at talking and makes it a lot easier and you know when we can break out clean instead of, you know, RD getting hit and, and their forecheck getting started, uh, you know, that's huge for our game. Yeah, and I thought the guys in front of you did a great job of that tonight. They, they moved the puck quickly. They were crisp. And I'm glad you threw Tanev's name, name out there. You know, being an old grinder defenseman, I always thought that was one thing that we could excel at that no yeah, one knows yeah. about. So thanks yeah, for tossing for sure. them out yeah, there. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Yeah, we could pump your tires. Uh, last one for you. And that's just, uh, we talked about this win and obviously the last one at home here. You got five on the road, all in the Central Division, but just another opportunity to kind of generate some momentum and, and more importantly kind of you know as Nikita I think pointed out you know stop losing streaks or don't allow losing streaks to start um, you know just how important it is to kind of set the table for the road trip too. Yeah really important I mean uh, you know everyone knows the standing and uh, you know it's one day you're in and the next day you're yeah. out or you know wild card and 
it's uh, it's so tight. So you know, this this road trip is going to be huge for us, and and we need to string string some wins together. And uh, like you said too, don't you know, no no more losing streaks, and and really be crisp here in the new year. Appreciate the time. Congrats. Yeah, thank you very much. Have a good one. Great job tonight. Yeah, thanks. Jacob Markstrom, 24 saves in the win here tonight for the Calgary Flames. And obviously a big one is uh, they earn it 4-1, uh, the final here tonight. Here's a look at uh, some of the work from Jacob Markstrom and uh, talk a little bit about sort of what they allowed or didn't allow. But uh, obviously you go back to that second period and these two breakaway stops were huge. Yeah, these are, this is the game changer. And they happened within a pretty short span of time. And this is the game right here. I, I would vote it hands down. If he lets... One of those in, that's a little more momentum for the Islanders. He lets two of those in while well, we're in for one tonight. And, a tie. and that was just a complete momentum killer, killer for the Islanders, and they didn't put, put up much of a push after that. Yeah, well said. All right, let's go uh, inside the locker room and hear from uh, our first guest inside the Calgary Flames room, and it is uh, Blake Coleman scores in back-to-back -back home games, his seventh of the season here tonight. <laughs> Take us through this onslaught of offense. <laughs> Um, yeah, obviously a good start for the group. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, six shots in the first isn't ideal, but capitalize on opportunities, which has been a bit of a miss for us um, in some of these games. So good to get rewarded on a few uh, few chances. And, um, you know, obviously that gave us the, the start we needed and then just gave up the one. So it was good. And your goaltender, right, when needed. Yeah, Marky was great again. Um, you know, he looked dialed in from the start. Didn't look like he was going to be beat by anything but a perfect shot tonight, and uh, that's the only one to beat him. So, Jeff talked about he feels like you're getting back to your game the last little while. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, I think it's been good. I think um, a little more assertive in my game, um, a little bit more reminiscent of the way I should be playing, and um, you know, it's helped playing with uh, you know backs and manage. I think they bring out the best in me in, in, in the way that I need to play, and because uh, they play a similar game, they play hard, they forecheck. Um, you know, if we look at our game, it's simple, but it's hard, and we generate a lot of our uh, offense off of turnovers. And um, like I said, they're fun guys to play with. Is this the kind of, I guess, is this sort of the ideal kind of game to, to head off on a long road trip on? Like, you, like three out of four lines scored goals. You had a lot of aspects of your, of your game really going. It's important. You know, we wanted to finish the homestand well, and um, anytime you can pick up two points before going on a long road trip, it's uh, it's important. Uh, and then more importantly, obviously, we're we're Climbing up in the standings, um, you know, we're scratching and clawing to, to keep moving up here. And um, you know, you got to win home games and you got to have a good home record to put yourself in a good position down the stretch. And this is just another one to uh, check off. You mentioned last time a sacrifice to the hockey gods. Just you, you've been around <laughs> the puck a lot, but not getting rewarded. So the past few games, have you changed up the routine or anything, or is anything different that you might not have done uh, before? Or uh, no, I. Uh, I canceled the bonfire. I just, uh, <laughs> it's its not much different. You know, the opportunities were there, which is in my game, that's where I focus. I, I'm more concerned if the opportunities aren't, aren't there. And because um, when they are, you know, this is what seems to happen. They end up coming, and, and typically my career would be in bunches. So, um, you know, other than maybe a little bit of an emphasis on, you know, finishing a little bit harder and, and uh, going to the net with a little more, uh, I don't know, I don't know what the word is here, but more aggressively going to the net. Um, that's really the only two changes I was trying to make. And um, like I said, it's been, chances have been there, so it's good to get rewarded. Two months ago, you were in a position against the Islanders where you guys were up 2-1, well, sorry, 3-1, I should say. And then fortunately, you lost the lead. And that was the start of a road trip and in the midst of a losing streak. From that point to now, what would you say this group has learned in terms of playing together and other stuff that could help them as they try to make the playoffs? Yeah, I think we've grown. I think, you know, as a group, we're, 
we're learning the uh, importance of managing games. I think, you know, another lesson tonight, uh, we give up a goal under a minute left in a period. That's uh, <clears throat> one of the things we're focused on. You got to win the ends of periods. You got to win the first shifts. Um, you know, I think it's improved tremendously. We haven't blown many leads um, when we've had them, you know, in the last little bit here. And, and that's what you got to got to do is get better as the uh, the season goes on here. And um, and I think, like like you said, and like I said, we're trying in the right direction. And we still got some room to grow. Okay, thanks, Thank you. Thank you, guys. Original 16, a great way to celebrate things done well. Welcome back in. Flames Post Game Live brought to you by Original 16. Brendan Parker alongside Corey Sarich. It's a 4-1 win for the Calgary Flames over the New York Islanders here tonight. And uh, just heard from Blake Coleman, obviously Jacob Markstrom and Daryl Sutter earlier. And uh, we'll hear from Milan Lucic in just a moment. But, um, you know, obviously we, we touched on it a little bit with Kadri. But that line here tonight, uh, it was effective kind of right from the opening puck drop and obviously get rewarded with a couple of goals here tonight. Yeah, this line, you have to give all the lines credit tonight. They all went out and did their job. It was a team effort right from top to bottom. Yeah. And, but, you know, they had some of their big guys like Kadri. He was a spark. Uh, Coleman, Manch, and yeah. Backlund, that line has got some chemistry. We've seen it in, in, previous, in the previous season, and uh, it was nice to have them back together again tonight, providing that spark early. Yeah, no question. And, uh, and with that, let's uh, hear from Milan Lucic. And uh, he scores his third goal of the season, helped open things here tonight against the Islanders. What's a win like this do for a group before they head over to the road? Pretty complete all-around effort where everybody can kind of take away a positive. Yeah, it's good. Obviously, uh, you know, every game now is uh, means a lot uh, just because of where we are in the standings. So uh, to go out on a five-game road trip with a win obviously uh, makes you feel good about things. But, you know, I still think there's uh, parts of our game that we need to improve on and, uh you know, but all in all, we have to uh, bring the same mentality as we did on the California trip, and and you know that needs to be our mindset. Nice to hear the AC Milan song again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, you know it's nice. It's nice to get one. Uh, obviously, get the first one um, on the, the second shift of the game, and uh, you know we we talked about having a good start and and playing with the lead, and and not just my goal. You know, I, I you know first shift right off the bat. You know, we get a chance, and then, you know, we get we, we roll them over and, and get up three nothing. So that just shows that uh, our focus was on having a good start, and uh, it was a big reason why we won tonight. How would you rate your comfort level playing alongside Nas and, and Jonathan? I mean, it's just just got to work uh, every day to, to 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 keep the chemistry and keep finding more chemistry, and um, you know. Uh, we're guys that uh, the team relies on uh, uh, big time, uh, so um, got to do what we can to, to help the team win. And uh, just like I said, as a threesome and as a group, we got to continue to grow. What did you see on Kadri's goal? We were all wondering how that went in. Uh, I was just, you know what? I was just trying to get uh, position in front of the net. And uh, when I saw him sling it to the net, you know, I was kind of, you know, looking for a rebound. And then, you know, when I saw it go in, it was just one of those ones where. Uh, you know, he he was trying to do it, so it's nice to see it go in, especially in a three-one game, to extend a lead, uh, uh, extend a lead to three. When, when you're, Nazem, or excuse me, uh, Jacob had two 
big saves on breakaways. What would that do to you on the bench? Yeah, it was it was huge because I think uh, you know at that point, especially uh, first and second breakaway, uh, you know I don't I don't think we were having a very good period at the time, and uh, he kept it a two goal lead and uh, you know a two goal lead going into the third. So uh, you know it's good to see him finding confidence in his game as well, and and we need him to be uh, good every night to to give us a chance to win. Expecting uh, I'm taking all star votes after the goal tonight. Now, <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh, I had a question from my daughters on why I wasn't named an all star, so uh, it's the only way. Uh, it's the only way I can get in is with votes. So if people want to make my uh, daughters happy and get me to the all star game, uh, you know, you can vote for me to get in. Since they announced the starters, your your goal per game, right? Yeah, there you go. I guess you can build off that. What would you say is the biggest thing this team has learned from two months ago when they were entering the third period through one uh, up on the New York Islanders and they were in a pretty different state, obviously, in a losing streak to now where you guys have picked up as many points as you have in the last few games? Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, points are, are huge for us, especially because of where we are in the standings. And, you know, it just felt like, like you said two, two months ago, it was like we were just, uh, just uh, kind of, you know, just just hoping to hoping to win the game instead of going out there in the third and, and, and playing to win. So that's what good teams do when they have leads going into the third play period. They could they press and they they play to win. And I think uh, that's something that we need to keep keep getting better at. You know, how about we're playing in a you know game where it wasn't a one goal game going into the third, a little bit of redoing for you. Uh, was that uh, making it a, a little bit easier in that third period? Uh, uh, a little bit. I mean, it gives you confidence going into a third period with the lead. And like I said, just you got to go out there and press and play to win. And, and getting that fourth goal was huge for, for the confidence of, of the whole team and, and getting the two points. Okay, Thank you. All right, here's a look at uh, the night of Milan Lucic and his role with this hockey team stood out a little bit to you, hasn't it, Yeah, it's hard to, believe, hard to imagine that just only a few weeks removed and a few weeks before Christmas that, you know, he was watching a few games from the stands and he's making the most of his of his time on the ice right now. And he's been paired with a couple of guys that are, are very skilled hockey players. He knows his role. He's going to go in and he's going to grab pucks. He's going to get it to those guys. And hey, they might give it back to you in a pretty nice spot every now and then. Nice to see him capitalize. And again, that line, you just saw him all over the ice tonight as you did all the Calgary Flames lines. So that's what it's going to take going forward. Well said. Uh, some good stuff here tonight from uh, throughout the entire uh, Calgary Flames lineup, and especially their uh, their defense and uh, and a couple of lines that stood out here this evening. And uh, that's all what leads to a 4-1 victory over the uh, New York Islanders. And also uh, closes out our show here tonight. Flames post game live, uh, brought to you by Original 16. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, a big win for the Calgary Flames before they head out on the road, five straight inside the Central Division, which starts in a couple of days' time. By the way, Kadri making a Young fans, night come, uh, dream come true, and uh, making his night with that stick uh, in warm-ups. And now it's up into Chicago. Date with the Blackhawks looms on Sunday, an early start, 5 p.m. Mountain Time, and then, of course, rolls through St. Louis after that. The next home game is back here on January the 18th against the defending Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. Thanks for watching Flames Post Game Live. We'll see you in a, just over a week's time back here at the Dome.